Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Atomic Shot. I am your host, Ben, aka the Marvelous Siggy, and joining me is Chief Godzillaologist Tyler. Tyler, welcome back, buddy. Wait, we're at 2000 already? I think we skipped 1,978 movies. <laughs> How long have you been waiting to do that one? I came up with that earlier today. Nice, nice, very nice. So, uh, I hope everybody who's listening to this had a very happy Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. It's officially 2021. Um, you know, 2020 Year, is baby. behind us. Yes, New Year. Um, 2021 is behind us. Uh, and now we are officially in the second half of the of Atomic Shot. Uh, the end is right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. Because nothing, be no, nothing will be as long as the Showa era. Yeah, that um, was definitely the longest haul. Yeah, so uh, now we are entering what is called the Millennium Era. And I think it's called Millennium just because of this movie, honestly. Um, because of, of what appears. Wait, so it's not because a bunch of millennials made it? No, it's not. <laughs> um, unfortunately not. God. That would be um, Shin. That would be Shin. That would be the Millennium movie. Right. Uh, but... Uh, this this is Godzilla 2000. Uh, if you did, if you're wondering, hey, what about Godzilla 98? We did do Godzilla 98. We did an entire watch along of that piece of trash. Um, so it was you fun go, as fuck, in, but man, that movie's terrible. Oh god, yeah. So if you want to go watch that along with us, it's just in the episode right below it in the charge shot feed. But uh, we're here to bring you, we're here to talk about back to Toho, back to where it belonged. Because this movie, from my understanding, the only reason it was made is basically, fuck you Americans for fucking ruining our fucking character. Now it's, now we show you what a Godzilla movie is, um, for all intents and purposes. Because Godzilla was retired at this point because of Godzilla 98. They wanted to have the Americans have their own spotlight. And God, that was a mistake. Um but uh, this is uh, Godzilla 2000. Let's go ahead and do the rundown. This is directed by Taoko Okara, produced by Shogo Tomiyama, written by uh, Hiroshi Kashiwabara and Wataru Mimuru, starring Takehiro Murata, Hir- uh, Hiroshi Abe, who I believe that's somebody from the Showa era. I'm pretty sure he that I've recognized that name from the Showa era. I can't exactly pinpoint it. Um... If I click on his name, I'm going to click on his name. Yeah, it doesn't sound no. familiar to uh, me. It's been a while since uh, you've now, Showa. Yeah, now it was in the summer, my dude. <laughs> Naomi Nishida, uh, Mayuki Suzuki, and Shiro, uh, Shiro Sano. Music by Takoyuki Hattori. Uh, this was uh, released on December 11, 1989. So literally... The final month of uh, the final month of, of, of the twentieth century. Actually, the twentieth twenty first century doesn't begin until two thousand one, uh, which is the funny thing. Um, uh, it made a box office budget. Uh, it had a budget of one billion yen and uh, or eight to ten million in America. Uh, box uh, box office was one point six billion yen or twelve point nine million overseas. So pretty much just broke even. It looks like. Um, so, before we get into the story synopsis, Tyler, um, this movie's weird. Yeah, it's really Do you think weird. It's, it's, it's a bit weird, and I feel like this is the, one of the few times in Godzilla history where, like, this is a movie you probably had to watch when it came out to, like, fully appreciate it. I suppose. Uh, even if uh, you watched Destroyer before this, which was... 
all intents and purposes, the end of Godzilla. Uh, having this movie in canon doesn't really make that much sense if you think about it. Right. Well, I mean, this is since this is the start of a whole new era, this is... Um, it's it's kind of odd that it is, because it doesn't really feel like it, but we'll get more into that later. Uh, so, what what is this? It, it just... I feel like, like I said earlier, this uh, at the beginning of the show, this is a this is a movie as a direct response to like this came out almost uh, like a year and a half after Zilla, yeah. so I feel like this is just Toho's middle finger to the Americans, and I feel like if we were in like if we watched this when we were kids, because I didn't see this when I was a kid, I didn't know this was a thing when I was a kid, but I feeling that because I think this actually was released in American theaters, like it's one of the few Godzilla movies. What were you saying? Yeah, I was going to say that uh, I remember hearing that there was a very limited theater release for this movie when it was new. Okay, yeah, which, that's that's even rare. Like, they don't, they never really did that before. Um, I, I can only imagine, like, having seen the trash that is Godzilla 98, and then you go to this, this feels like kind of like a warm blanket, at least back then. Uh, now, not so much, especially when you have so much other Godzilla content out there. Yeah. Um, but let's go ahead and break, break down the story. Um, so Godzilla is back... Um, not really sure why he's just here. Uh, he has a new design, which we'll get into momentarily. Um, and, uh, let's see. I'm sorry, I was... No, you're right. Yeah, it's he's not in any other uh, Showa era movie. It's, it just sounded very similar. Um, so Godzilla is pretty much back. Uh, unexp- unexplained. No connection. There's no con- this, There's no connection to the Heisei era. No connection to the show era. I'm assuming uh, it's the. 50- I'm pretty sure uh, it. The only uh, canon movie for this is Godzilla Fifty Four, which is going to be the trend right, right, right. for every other uh, Millennium movie from here on out. Pretty much, like if you liked the uh, the connectivity that was the Heisei era, or relative connectivity, like it was always the same Godzilla. They referenced past events. You know, it's very much the MCU of the t- of its time. Without having a whole bunch of other movies, I guess, uh, or just just a good franchise. Th- this is kind of goes back to the show era approach, where like every movie's kind of like a separate standalone, um, which can be good or bad. Although I think the next one is a sequel to this one, but we'll get into that when we watch that. I don't next think week. it is. You don't think it is? It's just like, I think the it's only, the same. Godzilla. The only direct sequel in the Millennium series I'm aware of is Tokyo SOS. Oh, and uh, Godzilla against. Yeah, that's right, right, right. So. Godzilla is back for seemingly no reason. Um, it just kind of just shows up, and our main characters are going to be uh, now uh, Yuki Ichinose, who is a reporter, uh, or she's a photographer. I'm sorry, um, and she's pretty much uh, assigned to um, Professor Yuji, as I get the name because Google Display. Um, oh God, can you just show me uh, Professor Yuji Shun Ishinoda? And and her daughter, I'm assuming is uh, they're showing her, I guess, um, adult picture, uh, not adult, not not naughty, just like she's older now. Uh, uh, played by Mayuki Maya Suzuki Io Shinoda. They are pretty much like a Godzilla warning system. Like they're they're pretty much like they're scientists. He's a scientist for that specifically. Um, uh, they're pretty much like tornado trackers, except instead of tornadoes, it's Godzilla. Right, and we get Godzilla really early on, which was like a nice surprise. Um, and so Godzilla's pretty much rampaging like normal. Uh, and then shortly into the film, uh, we get a really bad CGI UFO that comes up that they've, dis- I believe they discovered underwater. 
Um, yeah. Uh, in, in, yeah, they discover it underwater, and they pretty much raise it, and it's pretty much like a monolith, uh, for the most part. Um, and, um, and it turns out the UFO is searching for genetic information that only Godzilla possesses, um, and it fights Godzilla, uh, so, and it pretty much becomes a battle between the two monsters, and eventually, um, they think it's aliens. We never see aliens, it's just the ship that becomes the monster Orga. Uh, and some really fucked up war sequences too, um, but so pretty much Orga wants to be this monster, this entity, whatever it is, wants to become Godzilla in any shape, fashion. Godzilla's just like, man, I don't care, I'm Godzilla, rar. Um, and I think that pretty much that's pretty much it. Um, You're leaving out the of- part where it hacks the Earth and tries to change the atmosphere. Right, all oh, the world of world shit. Yeah, I, I was kind of in and out in this movie because this movie's not that interesting, um, yeah. unfortunately. I was like, I was like, out a lot. Yeah. Um. So let, let's let's get into it. This let, let's get into the story. Um. Into what I thought about it. Man, like, okay, fifty four, amazing. Right. It's it's still. I think it's the one of the best. You're, it's gonna hard to ever top that movie. Eighty five, the Return of Godzilla, also very good and establishes what the new era is. This didn't really do anything to establish anything, which is odd. Yeah, out of all the uh, era introduction films, I think this one's probably the weakest because it really doesn't try to attempt to introduce anything. No, because at least I mean, granted, the only thing that's really different is Godzilla's redesign, which I don't, we'll get into that in a moment. But it just feels like they didn't know entirely what they wanted to do with this movie. Um, so I think they just tried to make a movie like the Showa era, but in modern times. And I think that poses a a good question: like, is like they probably thought, is Godzilla even relevant? In the year 2000, going into the new millennium, you know, is he still the king of the monsters? You know, all that, all that nonsense. Maybe that was going through their mind, and who knows, honestly. Maybe they were just trying to string together a movie just so they can uh, flip the middle finger to Zilla as soon as possible. That's probably that's probably the biggest motivation. And at the end of the day, this is not a bad movie. There are worse. Oh god, there are worse Godzilla movies you can watch. There's a hell of a lot worse films. Yeah, you're not gonna do your, but like if you skip it, you're not missing much. Honestly, you're you're really not missing much. I mean, Orga as a monster itself is interesting, and um, it's just not like it's not narratively strong. Um, namely because I think I think the uh, the you're supposed to follow around uh, Yuki, uh, Professor Shinose, uh, Shinoda, and her and his daughter. I feel like they they are they were all that relationship was underdeveloped too much. Oh dang! Oh, I can't hear you, buddy. Cut off for a second there. Okay, uh, you're, we're good now. Um, okay, but uh, but I feel I feel like the the uh, relationship between the professor, the reporter, and the daughter was severely undercooked, and I think that's what hurts the movie overall. Yeah, um, out of all the... The main characters in this movie are just kind of there, honestly. And it's kind of sad, because I wanted to see uh, more of the father-daughter dynamic. 
Yeah, I thought the daughter was going to be like the sassy sidekick, you know, like the sassy daughter. Which, I don't know if Japan does a lot of that. But, like, she's kind of just there to be cute. That's it. She serves no real purpose other than that. Oh, look, his daughter's helping him track Godzilla. How adorable is that? Child labor. She's no Mickey, that's for sure. No, 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 not at all. She's definitely no Mickey. Um... But, I mean, like, like I thought it was fun. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, the, pretty much the character arc for this is for uh, is for Yuki, who's pretty much like, uh, I don't want to cover Godzilla. I'm better than this. Give me a better story. She's pretty much doing that until she kind of has a turn of heart because of the situation that's going on. And she goes fonder for uh, uh, the professor and his daughter. Um, but, like, there's not enough time. We, we, cut, we cut away too many times to... Um, Professor uh, Shiro Miyazaki, who's uh, one of the uh, scientists, he's a, who's a friend of Dr. Sh- uh, Professor Shinoda, and then uh, Mitsuo Katagiri, who's a mil- I'm assuming he's like a military commander. Like he, ha- I don't remember exactly because ca- I watched the movie yesterday and I'm already forgetting about it. Um, I like to think of him as Rufus Shinra. Kind of, yeah. He like he has this vendetta against Godzilla. It's, it, I don't remember. I don't think it's fully explained why he has it, other than that, like, just must defeat Godzilla. Probably because uh, he just sees him as, like, a sort of malevolent force that he spends his life trying to stop or whatever, but they don't really go into full detail on why he hates Godzilla. No, he just looks mad. He just looks so mad the entire, most of the movie he's in. Um, Now, there there is another interesting dynamic where, like, you have... Um, Professor, uh, Professor, Professor, uh, Miyasaka, who, like, once they realize they, they, they rename, they name Orga, like, Regenerator 1, I think, um, which is such a weird, such a fucking scientist thing, thing, name, like, they, he blames himself for, like, reckless science, and, like, that part, where, like, cause they, they, I guess they see themselves as, as responsible for, like, raising, the 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 uh the, sh- the ufo ship the monolith as i'm gonna call it like i think maybe that was their attempt to like give this movie a message that yeah science is still terrible in the wrong hands when you're over ambitious but i don't it didn't land it didn't hit like it like it did in 85 or 54 yeah it just feels undercooked like you said yeah like, like there's i feel like there's stuff there i feel like they if the writing was given a little bit more time it would have been it would have been something but it just isn't. It's just it's fine. You could do a lot worse. You're like, again, I imagine if you if you if we tr- if we travel back in time, and we were like I was I was nine. You were what eight? No, six, seven, probably in ninety nine. Uh, in ninety nine, I think I was about da, 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 like eight years old, probably. Okay, yeah, you were, yeah. So like, I think if we would have watched it then, after watching God's after watching. Zilla, I think we would have loved this movie. Like, oh my god, he's back! The king, the actual king is back. It's definitely a better movie, that's for sure. Though that's oh not my god. hard to do. No, it's not hard to do, but it's 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 a nice blanket from that perspective. But now, when you got other movies, it's kind of like, well, eh. you could do you could do worse. You could do a lot worse. It's just but let's, there. It's yeah, which is it just feels odd considering we've like we've hit it out of the park with these um, uh, new eras. Uh, but let's, let's go with the monsters, because we got two monsters. We got two monsters, because Godzilla got a redesign, and I'm going to hold him for Tyler, because this is the Godzilla that we're talking about. Ah, nice. Yeah, so, Godzilla himself is very different from his, uh, not severely, but I want to say it's a, it's a more radical redesign than from Showa to Heisei, honestly. 
Um, how did you feel about the changes to that they made to Godzilla this time around? I like this new design. Like, he looks a bit sharper than he normally does. Yeah. And uh, I particularly like the fins on the back because they don't look more like fins as much as they do. Like, uh, like they have, like, crystals just molded on his back, you know? It's kind yeah, of hard to explain. They're fucking huge. Like, like, like if if you there's a figure of this that you can buy like at your toy store. With, don't go to the toy store unless you're actually shopping for important stuff. But like, he, I bought it because like it's such a unique design. It, like it's constantly has like a purple hue on its on on the on the tip of the on the tip of the fins. But like they're like if you compare it to the Hasta era, they're huge. Like they're like they're very noticeable. Um, but also like his mouth, his mouth is like huge like it's really wide which i was like that's an odd choice and it's a lot more uh angular if anything he he looks a lot more like an it has like a he almost has like an alligator s no face in a way where it's very much straightforward versus like the very humanoid face not humanoid but like very short close to the mouth kind of face he's always had yeah it's definitely a sharper look yeah I mean, I think I think overall it's it's a it's a nice modern redesign. Um, uh, funny enough, I think I think this design comes back in Godzilla vs. Megaguirus, which is the next movie we're going to talk about for next week. But after that, it gets it gets thrown in the bat, it gets thrown in the bin again. Um, but yeah, not not a bad. It stays true to the village. It, it stays true to the roots, but it's a little bit different than what we've seen before. So not much to really say on about it. They don't really fuck with Godzilla's design until we get to shin really yeah so let's talk about the other elephant in the room which is orca what a bizarre fucking creature yeah it starts off as like a giant space rock yeah can you smell what the rock is cooking yeah so at first it's it's a it's just a a spaceship it's literally a ufo and possibly some of the worst cgi i've ever seen in a movie uh we'll talk about the cgi after this before we get into the fights but like, um, like at first it's just a ship, and then like towards the end of the movie, it morphs into what becomes Orga, and it's like I don't know, like it's interesting that they went with a new foe versus going with something that's tried and true, like say I don't know Angiris or Mechagodzilla or or King Ghidorah, but they went with this entirely new entity. Um, he's it's. I I feel like his design is like perf like the antithesis of monster design around that time period. Yeah, he's incredibly bulky compared to um, other monsters that we've seen. Yeah, and like very armored, um, you know, very like like if, kind of homogenous looking all the way through. Like if you, if you put him in a lineup, I wouldn't be able to pull him out. Like you, I would have to see this movie again to like, oh, that's Orga. That's right. Um, doesn't like yeah, it's, they make him the final boss of destroy all monsters for some reason. That's probably weird. because of all the super armor. Probably, yeah. Um, that's yeah, such a weird monster. Um, but yeah, but like it's such a weird monster only when it starts doing shit. But like when you look at it visually, it's just really. Um, okay, I I guess. But I don't know, man. I f- I feel like I feel like. I feel like this, similar to the story, I feel like this monster was kind of undercooked. Like, I kept thinking, like, are aliens plotting it? Like, no, it's just an, a sentient rock given form. 
Yeah, and this is all. It's also weird because with other Godzilla origin stories, it's usually just Godzilla, but they just threw in an alien just to get all the alien shit out of the way. Yeah, well, this isn't even an origin story. This is just straight up a, just a just another Godzilla movie, as if they didn't stop making them. So like there there is no there like that's another thing. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, not much to say on Orga. Let's get into before we get into the fights. Let's talk about the CG. Oh boy. Oh my god. So up until this point, like the most part we've seen with technology is like they've done some pretty impressive green screen effects. Like I mean we've noted in fifty four, like how the fuck did they do that, right? In back in nineteen fifty four. Um uh that, that fucking film was history. I never want to know because then it'll ruin the magic. But like for the most part, it's all sets, it's all um, you know, uh maquettes and, and you know model models and stuff like that in rubber suits and that's mostly true for this movie but there are several shots here that are like cg and man oh my god i don't know if if, if yeah, it was it a, is rough yeah i don't know if it's because i'm watching this on an hd tv or the fact that it just always looked bad but so there, there's most there's one shot of godzilla in this movie where he's in cgi and that's when he swims on the water it's the first time you actually see godzilla swim underwater and oh boy there's a reason why that shit was in dark water so you didn't see anything well i mean it looked relatively better than uh than the zilla cgi honestly no true for sure uh then you get to the uh, ufo flying stuff that was bad oh god that was so so bad um like, it's like it, it's on loan for how to train your CGI artist. Pretty much, and it's like it's not really there. They did the green screen effect, whatever they're using was awful. It just there was also there was some really bad green screen. Like there there's a moment where Godzilla's like coming to shore, and they're doing like a really like wide shot of it, and like you can see the green screen, like of how like it just turns into a Tekken background. Pretty much, yeah. It's just like what guys. Your your movies look better in 1995 and 2000. What I mean, it's probably them getting used to the new technology and the new you know getting. They never they're probably working with new stuff honestly than they were back in. There's a shot with there's a shot with a lady in this movie that uh, seems like that she's standing in like an office building, but she's just clearly standing in front of a green screen. You can yeah. tell that it's yeah. fake. Yeah, you can tell like they, and they have to. They, I bet you they realize. We have to start using the CGI stuff. They won't use it for Godzilla because that's it's rubber suits all the way. But you, I feel like they maybe it was just like well, ever the whole world is using it. We can't be left behind. Let's use it. Um, so let's talk about the fights, which isn't there isn't much. Rock shoes a laser at Godzilla. Fight one done. Yeah, that was it. Like Godzilla, Godzilla pretty much disappears for like thirty minutes. Like he's there for a lot in the first half of the movie. He fights the UFO form of Orga, and then pieces out into the ocean until he comes back for the climax. Um, now the second fight I thought was kind of interesting, a little bit. Yeah, just because it's it's Godzilla. Yeah, just just because uh, Godzilla is fighting a regenerative monster, he's never fought anything like that before. Or at least, at least yeah. It, okay. and then, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it pretty much it pretty much just turns into a Dragon Ball Z fight, where uh, if they were fighting like Cell or Boo or something, because they have like infinite regeneration or whatever. Pretty much, yeah. 
Like and and it's it's cool. Like there's some nice nuclear effect shots. Um, there's like you know we're like like I think there's one moment where Godzilla shoots right into his mouth. That sounds dirty. Um, blasts from right, <laughs> like atomic breaths him right in the mouth, and like you see parts of him. Like I think there's one moment where he's like split, and he f- still forms back. Like that's impressive. Like that's really cool because you've never seen Godzilla deal with something like that. Um, but then like but for the most part, like the punches when they actually are brawling. That shit felt way too slow. Like it just—it just didn't feel as like exciting as it should have been. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, we got to talk about this part. What the fuck was up with that Vor scene? Where 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 uh, uh, Orga proceeds to swallow Godzilla whole in the? It's what the fuck? I thought that was weird too. Like, it's just, so... In my mind, I was thinking that he was pretty much turning into a snake trying to eat a whole mouse by contorting his mouth. It kind of like, is. He's a space monster, I get it, so it it probably makes sense that he'd do something weird like that. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, but yeah, Godzilla is, uh, like, he's literally swallowed... Like, I, like, I think Orga kind of, like, dociles him a bit, and then, then he proceeds to swallow him. And then, what's cool is that... Because, uh, like, Argo wants, like I said, the whole point is that this entity wants to be, have Godzilla's DNA. And you can start to see Orga become Godzilla. You see the fins appear on his back. You see the, you even see his face kind of contorting to become like Godzilla as he was absorbing his energy. Uh, it's pretty much like, like to make another Dragon Ball Z reference, it's pretty much like when the the Android 19 and 20, like, absorb uh other the 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 other character's power uh like life out of him i was thinking more like uh when cell absorbs 17 and 18 with his Th- tail that's probably more accurate yeah where it drains him and absor- and he gets their powers too that's probably a lot more accurate um but like it doesn't go anywhere like godzilla pretty much just beats the shit out of it afterwards he blows a load all over his insides don't per- misinterpret that no because that literally what happens night safe this is the night safe work godzilla um <laughs> yeah the like this is this is such an odd like kickoff to a new era of Godzilla. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Um uh, but what's even okay, what's even okay, so that's the fights. Fights are okay. What's even f- weirder is that Godzilla the movie doesn't just stop we're like, "Yay, Godzilla's the hero." Cuz like up again like much like the Heisei era, uh Godzilla is um the structure the uh destroyer than hero. It's very much like that here where Godzilla is pretty much the menace until Orga shows up, beats the shit out of him, and then then he's, you know, reluctantly put into the hero position just by default. And then Godzilla marches up to uh doc- the the professor, the the science team are pretty much on this roof just watching it all happen. Um and uh pretty much just walks up to them and just glares at them and then like uh god, what's his name? Um Katagiri, yeah, Katagiri, exactly, Katagiri pretty much, it's like calling Godzilla out, and then Godzilla, like, with the knowing of intent, fucking smashes the part of the roof where he's on, and Katagiri just fucking falls to his death, and Godzilla just goes on Rampage Tokyo, movie ends. Like, what the, like, what the fuck? Like, that's a really strange way to end your movie, guys. Yeah, like, is he a... Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like they should have just made him the hero where he just walked off. Or, like, maybe not had had uh, another alien monster show up so you could just have... If you wanted him to be the bad guy, just have him be the bad guy. 
Like you think he'd be tuckered out after fighting a gigantic rock monster, but no, yeah, he and still get, has and, enough energy to destroy Tokyo. Yeah, and I almost get eaten alive. Like it's a weird ending because like the, the villain, the hero, the, the humans still lose because they lost their homes and city. Um, Godzilla's rampage probably didn't stop after those credits after those credits rolled. Um, Legends say that Godzilla is still rampaging to this day. Yes. Hey, man. Yeah, I'm surprised December 31st, 2020 didn't end with all over the world. I'm surprised we did not hear that. I would have been so fucking hyped. Until you see him, like, actual marching. Um, but, uh, yeah, so let's wrap this up, Tyler, because I feel like, I feel like we're, uh, we've pretty much said this is going to be one of our shorter episodes. And unfortunately, there's just not much to say about this movie because... There's not enough there, um, as much as I wonder. Yeah. Um, let's let's go to the ratings board and let's put a bow on this. Tyler, what do you give Godzilla 2000? I will give this a two and a half out of five. I think the redesign for Godzilla is great, and having Orga as a monster that uses human knowledge against them is a neat idea in concept, but everything else seems lackluster in contrast. The characters are bland and the overall pacing is painfully slow at points. This is definitely the weakest intro movie for a new era, in my opinion. And considering what the next entry point is, Shin, it's by default the weakest, um, which is it's, it's that's a shame. I feel like that's I feel like I sh- that shouldn't be, but you can't win them all, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna go two. This is a two two out of five for me. Uh, it's it's uninteresting. The human plot is way too boring. Like I agree with Tyler, it's too slow. Godzilla has a nice redesign. There's some interesting ideas here, but they never formulate enough to form a solid movie. It's a better movie than Godzilla 98, but again, that's not saying much. A lot of things are better than Godzilla 98. Um, yeah, I just, it's, I feel like it's undercooked. Luckily, we're only two movies, uh, one movie away from the best one, which is, I can't wait till we get to that one. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's going to do it for this week's Atomic Shot. I apologize for kind of the low hanging fruit of this one but like you, you, you deal with the cards that they give you you know um so uh tyler do you have any before we go do you have any other notes that you that you brought up or did we burn through those already oh yeah uh, I, i'm pretty sure that i heard that uh when godzilla was going up to fight the orga ufo uh, after he got his ass kicked the first time mm-hmm. uh, one of them says revenge da wow like, he doesn't use the Japanese word for revenge. He says, revenge da. <laughs> pretty fucking metal. He probably learned that taking English class or something. That's that's cool. All right. Okay. So, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, apologies for somewhat the lackluster episode, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, we'll come back next week for Godzilla vs. Megaguirus. So, hopefully that's somewhat, somewhat better? Question mark? Well, no. I've never seen it, so I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Tyler, where can the people find your stuff? You can follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sThatTy. I am also in the works of, uh, doing a new, uh, review segment called, uh, Tie Your Shoes, which is, uh, me doing a whole bunch of, uh, video game type reviews on YouTube, so look forward to that in the future. Alright, thank you, Tyler. And then you can catch me at Twitter.com. Slash marvelous Iggy for all things related to the marvelous one. Uh, I stream live uh, every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time at Twitch.tv/Iggy2814. Uh, Sundays we're streaming Owlboy. 
Uh, and then on Wednesdays we'll be streaming the greatest RPG of all time, and that is Chrono Trigger. Uh, so by this, my man. By yeah, exactly. By that, by the time this comes out, I think I've already at least gotten at least one, if not two, sessions in, depending on when this gets released. So look forward to that. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Uh, we're nearing the end of Atomic Shot, uh, and and uh, we'll see you all next week for Godzilla versus Megaguirus. But until next time, go go Godzilla. See you next time for Godzilla 2001.